You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 53, Disappointment as Part of the Journey. Grow a Thriving Practice, a podcast made for biofield tuning practitioners, offering the resources to enhance your practice, grow your business, and continue your journey of self-discovery. I'm your host, Jillian Faldmo. Hey, Tuner. How are you doing today? I almost thought that I wasn't going to be able to record this podcast, but I have my AirPods and a phone, (laughs) and so I'm doing it. Um, I am currently in Austin, Texas, and I'm so excited because I get to visit with Shannon Brooks tomorrow. We're going to have brunch and go shop around and do some fun things together before I hop on the plane. The reason I'm here is because I had a goal in mind a few years ago when I finished my life coach certification. And that was to attend the mastermind for the life coach school. So just some background, the life coach school is the school that I went to. It's the best life coach school in the world. And I truly believe that. Um, And Um, I certified in April 2019 and I kept seeing these videos of these behind the scenes at the the mastermind and I just you know when you have that feeling where you just feel it in your body you see something or someone says something to you and you just feel it in your body that like yes that's for me and I'm gonna be there and that is exactly what happened (laughs) And I would have gone in 2020, but we all know what happened in 2020. Things shut down. Uh, So I'm here now. And it has been the most amazing experience. A mastermind, well, I don't really know how to explain it. I would say it's kind of like a conference. Um, But a bunch of coaches got together. And when I say a bunch, I mean 1,800. (laughs) 1800 coaches uh, at a hotel it was pretty amazing Um, to hear other coaches who have been in the industry for a while and who have had success in the industry speak um, given inspiring talks and I am feeling super inspired and also super overloaded with (laughs) information that I still need to do a lot of processing around but I had you in mind the entire time I am just so excited and so looking forward I feel like I say excited all the time I'm trying to find new words (laughs) I am so looking forward to bringing you more content and more inspiration just from this event Um, I also am walking away with things of my own to work on and I want to do that for me but I also want to do it for you too because I feel like the more work that we can do for ourselves the more it's going to help our clients and you are my clients and I just love you so much and I want to do this for you. (laughs) Um, So one of the things that I want to talk about today is disappointment. And I want to talk about this 
because being a human being, <laughs> being a business owner, being a practitioner, especially a successful practitioner, you are not eliminated <laughs> from feeling disappointment. Disappointment is part of the journey. And I want to share with you today a little bit about uh, the disappointment that I've been experiencing lately. Because um, through processing it, I hope that it can help you um, process any kind of those emotions that don't feel so great um, when they come up. So disappointment is something that I, I tend to experience regularly. And at the same time, I have a tendency, I have in the past had the tendency to want to avoid it at all costs. And um, I used to, I used to actually try to avoid the disappointment, which actually created more long-term disappointment. So now I've gotten to this place where I, um, I experience disappointment on purpose. Uh, when it comes up, I allow it, I move through it, and then I set myself up for future success. So if you were to ask me if, you know, what three emotions I would prefer to keep as a human, uh, let's say three of the um, not so fun emotions, um, because life is 50-50. I don't know if you've heard me talk about that before, but it's a concept that, and, and it's not exact, no, but if you think about it, 50% of the time, we're going to experience emotions like joy, elation, peace, comfort, uh, happiness, um, excitement, and, then, and emotions like that. And then the other 50% of the time, we're going to experience more heavy emotions or emotions that don't feel so good, like disappointment, shame, anger, frustration, powerlessness, confusion, doubt, fear, anxiety. So knowing this, with this concept that life is 50-50, we're going to experience both, no matter what. We're going to experience both sides of the coin, no matter what. No matter how hard we try to get away from those not-so-great-feeling emotions, they're still going to be there. And so if I could choose which three emotions, three like heavier emotions to keep on purpose, one of those would definitely be disappointment. And here's why. For me, disappointment is a meter. It's a gauge. It's a compass. It shows me that where I am right now isn't exactly where I want to be. Now, some of us can indulge in this in the sense that nothing will ever be good enough or our expectations are never met. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having goals and wanting to get there. Now, if you have a goal, first I want to say you don't have to have a justified reason for having that goal. You can just have a goal because you want to have that goal. That's somewhere where you want to get to. Whether that's 
uh, starting your practice, um, having more money, healing a certain relationship, loving yourself, whatever that goal is, you just get to have that goal because you want to. You are totally validated in that. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about one of my goals that I have not met. Um, and I feel disappointed because I didn't know how important it was to me until that disappointment came up. And that is what I am so, so grateful for in this moment to have that disappointment. I'm in a powerlifting meet next Saturday. First one, very little experience, barely know what I'm doing. Honestly, I don't even, <laughs> I hope my coach never hears me say this, I don't even really know what my PRs are. But PRs are personal records. And so you normally you would keep track of those. <laughs> but he, he keeps track of all of them um, for me, which is great. Which is probably why I don't keep track of them because I'm like, well, he, he's got it. I do know my deadlift PR, um, but I'm also doing back squats and uh, bench presses, uh, bench press in this meet. And um, I am participating in the meet, but here's where I felt the disappointment come through. So I signed up for the weight class that I wasn't quite in. I signed up for that weight class thinking, hey, I was there a year and a half ago. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't I be able to get down to that weight now? I'm not there. I'm about, still about 10 pounds over. Um, and my conscious mind is like, that's okay. You're okay. <laughs> but my brain, my, my sad brain, <laughs> my disappointed brain is saying, oh, why didn't you try harder? Why... Why didn't you? And here's the thing. The reason, well, the reason why I'm disappointed is because I'm having the thought that I should be, I should be doing, I should be further along with my goal or I should have done it differently. Is that necessarily true? No, but that's what my brain's offering me and that's why I'm feeling disappointed. So here's the thing. I found out last week that there have not, in Oregon, there have not been any other competitors in that weight class in my age group. So my lifts in that meet had the potential to set state records. My name would have been on that board for state records. That's being, you know, if nobody else in this competition beat me in the lifting. Outlifted me, I should say. <laughs> if I had known that two months ago, and this is what my brain keeps offering me, if I had known that two months ago, I would have tried harder. I wouldn't have had the weekend donuts. <laughs> I wouldn't have had the midweek pizza. Right? Now, maybe even if I did try as hard as I could, I wouldn't have been there. The reason why I bring this to you today is not to share so much of my personal life, but just to show you, show us all how disappointment could actually 
be a gift. Because I didn't know how, I guess how important that was to me um, to reach that goal of being in that weight class. I, I, think, I think my, my initial goal was to just complete the meet and have fun. But I'm starting to see that there's some passion there for this sport. And there's, there's passion there um, for me of accomplishment, of just accomplishing to the highest degree that's possible for me. Um, starting to, I'm noticing that this disappointment is showing me a drive that I have that I didn't even really recognize. Um, it's showing me that I really do want to take better care of my body. I really do want to be fit and in shape. And um, whether that's being in that weight class or not, it's showing me that I want to be somewhere different. And that's okay. And I'm accepting that for what it is. And when I can do that, when I can be with that disappointment, I'm not avoiding it. I'm not running away. I'm simply acknowledging it. And I'm telling like this, my inner child or this, you know, past version of myself or even future version of myself, any version of myself that it's okay. It's okay where I'm at right now and I'm capable of accomplishing my goals. So I share this with you today because disappointment is part of the ride and there's no escaping it <laughs> no matter how hard we try when we try to escape disappointment we end up creating more of it unintentionally and think about this for you know if we try to avoid disappointment we avoid putting ourselves out there we avoid going for our dreams we avoid speaking our truth and what does that eventually end up creating more disappointment in ourselves and like stagnation right so with your practice with your own life when disappointment comes your way really examine it really embrace it and welcome it so two ways to do this I'm going to share with you is to one if you're a more cerebral person, here's the first one. The first one is to just empty out all your thoughts that are creating that disappointment or that are related to that disappointment. And when I say empty out all your thoughts, I mean all of the ugly, nasty thoughts, right? Don't censor. Just take them from your brain and put them on paper they're not necessarily the truth and that's what I love about this exercise is because as you start to write them down you get them all out number one you stop the spin that's in your mind you stop um, kind of you stop feeding 
the pattern and feeding the charge that's happening in your mind. You get them out on paper and then you can look at them and you can go, hmm, these are not necessarily true. Even if I believe them to be true, I could see how they might not be true. Um, let's, say, let's say you have some disappointment related to a uh, client canceling their session. And the thoughts that are coming to mind are, nobody wants a session with me, I'm not worthy, um, you know, uh, I can't do this, those types of things. You look at those thoughts and you go, hmm, okay, that could be true or it could really not be true. And you see them as thought, as, I'm sorry, you see them as optional. You see them as a choice. And when you can see that, that there's a choice there, there's more room to choose something different. And so one of my unintentional thoughts that I wrote down was that I'm not capable of accomplishing this goal. And when I got it out there, I kind of questioned it. I went, why not? Why am I not capable? I'm going to show myself the ways in which I am capable. So what I did was I listed 10 goals that I have accomplished. I showed my brain. I redirected it to something different. So I acknowledged the disappointment. I acknowledged the thoughts that were generating that disappointment. I honed in on one. I questioned it. And then I redirected to something more helpful, something else that served me. That thought, I'm capable of accomplishing my goals, generates more confidence in me so I can continue to move forward. Does that mean that I'm, I've eliminated that disappointment and that it's going to just suddenly vanish? No, I might have to walk around for a few days, which I have been, <laughs> with disappointment. And I love uh, the example that Rivka Goldberg once gave me. Um, she notices her uncomfortable emotions like they're, they're in a sidecar with her. She's on the bike, and they're on the sidecar. And we're just like going to have you sit in the sidecar. Here's your helmet. We're going to go for a drive, but I'm the one driving, not you. Disappointment. Okay? You can stay. You can join me. You're welcome. I love you, but I'm going to drive. The other thing that you can do when you're noticing disappointment or any kind of other, you know, uh, not feel good emotion come through is be with that emotion itself. So emotions are in energy in motion. They're vibrations, they're waveforms. And what happens when we suppress those waveforms? They end up creating some oscillating pattern that gets stuck, right? It starts to build charge. Um, and you know the rest. <laughs> I don't have to teach you about that. So what we want to do when we feel one of those emotions is go to our body, identify exactly where it is. We want to notice the consistency, the temperature, the color. What does it make us want to do? Really just spend time with it, just observing and witnessing that vibration in your body. And every time I do this for myself, and every time I do it with a client, no matter how intense it is initially, 
it always settles down and there's always peace within the discomfort where when we try to resist it it's just <laughs> it's just layered on discomfort so those are two things you can do you can do an unintentional thought download just writing down all of the thoughts that are related to that emotion uncensored and or you can go into your body really notice where it is and what it's feeling like and being with that emotion and opening up to it and accepting it as if it were your friend you know becoming friends with it the more that we can accept those emotions the the less pain the less suffering the less struggle we'll be in and they're not going anywhere friends <laughs> and they can teach us so much our emotions can be such great messengers so um i hope that this helped you today i am thinking of you always i am always trying to um, come up with more ways to offer you the support that you need i hope you feel that and i'll see you next time bye If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. You'll be a part of a growing and thriving community of thriving practitioners. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with a J. Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O dot com. Mm-hmm.